Welcome to Life's Rich Tapestry, a podcast exploring the narrative of people's layered lives. Listen in on courageous conversations spoken from the heart. Gain insight into another's life as we tackle compelling topics which will expand your mind, help you gain perspective, and might even inspire you to do things differently. My name is Evelyn, and I look forward to your company. And welcome to another episode of Life's Rich Tapestry. Today, I will be talking about an organization that has literally changed my life, Toastmasters. Toastmasters started with a vision from a man named Ralph Smedley, who wanted to start a training program focusing on speaking and leadership. After a few attempts, the first chartered club was started in 1924 in Santa Ana, California. Today, there are over 345,000 members involved in almost 16,000 clubs in 142 countries. Now, the main club that I am in is Blue Mountains Toastmasters, which is based in Katoomba, New South Wales, Australia. The club was founded in June of 1989 and initially met at various club halls, but has been meeting at the Carrington Hotel for over 14 years on the second and fourth Mondays from 7.30 p.m. Of course, with the coronavirus pandemic, the club ended up having its meetings on Zoom over the last year and a bit. But one of Toastmasters' strengths is the mentor program that it offers. And today, I'm here with my mentor, Jennifer Long, and we will talk about everything Toastmasters and why it's a good thing to think about joining. So welcome to the show, Jenny. Thanks, Evelyn. It's so good to have you here. And uh, uh, first first off is how long have you been a member of Toastmasters? I first joined Toastmasters in 1993, and I was a member in Sydney for about seven years. Then my job got in the way, and I stopped going. Then I moved up to Katoomba and wanted to meet some people in my local um, area. And so I rejoined Toastmasters in 2007. So I've been in Blue Mountains Toastmasters for 15 years. Wow. And so that's total, is that over 20 years? Uh, or is that, uh, well, it's coming up 30 years if oh you count the, <laughs> from 1993. Sorry. Oh, my goodness. Wow, 30 years. And, and you're still learning new things. I'm still learning new things. Yeah, I, I must I must admit, it, it is, it's so true. I've been a member for 14 years, and I learn things from new members. It's, it's, really, it's really interesting because um, you get a different perspective. And I think you get too comfortable when you're in a club for too long. So um, now how does actually Toastmasters work and uh, talk us through the education programs. A lot of people think Toastmasters is all about giving a toast. We do (laughs) give a toast at Toastmasters, but the whole objective of Toastmasters is to help people develop their leadership and their communication skills. With the, the communication skills, it's about learning how to speak, how to give a prepared speech, as well as how to give impromptu speeches. A person will give a speech and then someone else within the Toastmasters Club will listen and watch what they what the person is doing and then give them feedback. The person will take that feedback on board and then 
they will hopefully uh, integrate that into their next speech and their next speech will be better. Mm -hmm. The other aspect of Toastmasters is leadership. Within each club, we have executive positions such as president, treasurer, secretary, as well as people who manage the education components for the club. And members are encouraged to take on these executive positions so that they can learn how to be a president, a treasurer, a secretary, which is very useful if you are then going to volunteer in other organisations outside of Toastmasters because you go into the role and you know how to be a president or you know how to be a treasurer. So it's a really good learning Mm -hmm. environment for that as well as the giving a toast. I I absolutely agree. And and one thing I'm terrified of is the impromptu speaking, which is called table topics. That's right. And, uh, but I must, Admit, I think it's helped me in a lot of situations where someone has asked me a question and I'm like, oh my gosh, what do I say now? But um, I I don't like table topics, but I do like the uh, sort of the experience or that you get out of it um, and that you're able to carry it uh, forward. So... I hated table topics <laughs> when I first joined. I, yeah. I remember the first ta- yeah. the first Toastmaster meeting yeah. I went to, I was watching everyone else do table topics yeah. and I went, wow, I can't wait to have a go. And then they gave me my question yes. Yes. and I just stood like a stunned mullet. Yes. And yeah. maybe I said three words. Yeah. I can't even I tell you what the topic was. I was I so terrified. I know. I, I think I spoke 15 seconds. It was it was horrible. It was horrible. but I still after 14 years it it still terrifies me um as well. I mean I I'm, I've gotten a little bit better, but it is really really good good practice. Now, um with the with the education That sounds very negative. Yeah. Evelyn, and you're interviewing me about Toastmasters, and here we say about the horror stories. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. This table topics has been really invaluable yeah. for me. Often when I've given a speech or a presentation, there are question and answer sessions yes. afterwards. Yeah. And knowing how to do table topics is invaluable for being able to do that part of a presentation. Definitely. I had a job interview recently and I think table topics saved me because sometimes they threw me questions and I went, oh, my goodness, how am I going to answer that? But it was like, okay, it's just like table topics and just give the answer. Yes. Another another helpful role that I find really, really good in in Toastmasters is if you are the Toastmaster of the meeting, and that means you are the person who introduces guests. So you're like the master of ceremonies. You're like the master of ceremonies. But it really helps – I think it really helps – everyone in their roles in making sure that things are kept to time and and organized in a special special way. Now now just just talk to us about the agendas of uh, Toastmasters. How do they work? Each club has a different way of doing it. How we do it in Blue Mountains Toastmasters is we start the meeting, someone does a toast, you have the glass and you raise you give a small speech and uh, someone is assigned to that role. Mm-hmm. Then we have a table topic session where you have a table topics master who prepares eight questions and then randomly selects people in the audience to answer those questions. Then we have people who evaluate the table topics and give the table topics speakers feedback on how they could improve their table topics for next time. Then we have a break to gather our thoughts and get another drink. Mm-hmm. And then we go back um, and have prepared speeches. So members may have um, 
prepared a five to seven minute speech or an eight to ten minute speech. Then they deliver that speech. Those speeches are each evaluated. And then someone evaluates the whole meeting. They're called yeah, the general evaluator. The general evaluator. So everybody is told at the end of the night what they've done well or maybe what they can work on. Yes, so that's, that's right. that that is what the meeting the meeting is about. There is no one who is the teacher. I, I think I, I think some people uh they do have that sort of idea that there is an instructor. Because I kind of had that idea when I first initially joined. Like how am I going to learn how to speak? There must be someone in charge who's going to be teaching me. But uh I I love that everybody is involved. And even the newer members give advice to the older members. That's right. Yeah. So, um, um, so share with me that sort of uh, experience. Um, I, I mean, some people listening might think, oh, well, if they've only just joined, how would they give advice to someone who's been around for a longer amount of time? You're right, Evelyn. Um, there is this tendency to think someone has to be teaching me. Yeah. But to be yeah. honest, within the club, there's so many people with different skills. Some people in our club have theatre backgrounds. Some have law backgrounds. Some have teaching backgrounds. So each of those individuals draws on their career experience to then um, assist people and some people are good at funny speeches and some people are good at motivational speeches. Yep. So depending on what you're wanting to gain out of Toastmasters, you might gravitate to one or more of these people. But people's goals change over time. So you That's might true. go into Toastmasters and say, I want to deliver motivational speeches. Mm -hmm. And then you find, actually, I prefer doing humorous speeches. So mm -hmm. you might change the people that you get advice from. But what we do is have a an evaluator assigned two speakers within the, the club. So when you give a speech, someone is your assigned evaluator. And that evaluator might be someone who has loads of experience or they might be someone who is new. The person who's got loads of experience might be able to draw on all these different experiences that they've had and give some really pertinent advice to the speaker but sometimes when you have a new speaker come in and do this evaluation, they look at things with fresh eyes. That's true. So yep. they see uh, that they know what they like or don't like, mm. what they find funny or not funny. So mm -hmm. they're able to reflect that back to the speaker mm -hmm. and the speaker can learn from that as well. Hmm. So how, how do you know that you're doing, you're doing better? Um, it, it's through the educational programs, right? And it, or how did like the levels? Is that is that how it works? Well, you would know yourself yeah. whether you're getting better. So, if we take the example of table topics, yeah, yeah I know true. that I'm better mm -hmm. because when I started, I spoke three words, whereas now I can speak for two minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the same with my speaking. Uh, I know when I first started Toastmasters, I had to script every word. And I would have the notes in front of me and I would basically read my speech or I would have it memorized. Whereas now I feel a lot more comfortable and I might have a sketch of a speech and then be able to d deliver it a little bit more impromptu. So I know that I've improved by those types of measures. I also know that I feel more comfortable, so I might use that as my gauge. So different people will use different parameters to judge whether they've improved or not. Mm -hmm. But you can also formally gauge your progress by uh, 
the educational programs that we have where you have um, speeches and then you complete a level and then when you've completed that level you go to another level and when you've done so many speeches you get an award yes so there's ways to gauge yourself that way right and the other way you can see how you uh, your progress is to compete in competitions yes and Mm. you might initially go in a competition and go oh man why did I do that and then after a while you might start winning and you go I must have improved. Yes, definitely, definitely. That is one thing that I do love about Toastmasters is that each year there are competitions and you go from you go from your club level, then you go to the area, district, after district is division, division. and then no, oh, division, division sorry, and then, then district. district. And then if you and then there's an international as well, which is very, very exciting. And the competitions have been going for how long have they been going? Do you know? The competitions. Yeah, the international competitions worldwide. Not as long as uh, Toastmasters. Yeah, probably as long as Toastmasters. So so that's very, very exciting. Actually I don't don't know how long it has been going. But um yeah, that that is that is very, very exciting, the competition. So I guess you do know your levels and you do get pins if you yeah. uh, sort of, if you complete yeah. uh, educational yeah. levels as well. But some, some people join Toastmasters with the intention that they're going to give a speech at their son or their daughter's wedding. So they'll know that they have achieved that goal because yep. they go to the wedding and deliver a great speech and people give them feedback at the at the wedding. So yep. it, it, there's lots of ways people can judge their progress. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That That's uh, absolutely right. Now, something that's happened in the last year and a half has been um, the uh, coronavirus pandemic. And most Toastmasters clubs around the world have gone on Zoom, as well as people who are working have, they work on Zoom or, you know, they have their their meetings on Zoom. So what sort of difference do you think Zoom has played in, um, in Toastmasters? A lot of people join Toastmasters because they're terrified of standing in front of an audience. Using a teleconference pro- program, has taken away some of that terror because you're talking into a camera. Yeah, yeah. So there are some people that say it's not the same because I'm using Zoom. I'd rather be giving a speech in front of an audience where I can get the feedback from the audience, I can see them laughing or I can see them crying um, and I can then uh, adjust my speech accordingly. But for me, I reckon Zoom is great because it's a whole new stage if we think about a formal presentation face-to-face, we have a stage area and you learn to use the stage, you choreograph yourself and um, you might vary your vocal um, delivery uh, according to what you're, you're doing and according to the room acoustics. But with the teleconference, and, and for example, Zoom, we have like a television screen that you need to use and that's your stage. Yep, and you yep. can use it in so many different ways. You can um, you can show uh, PowerPoint or other um, digital images in various ways on the, on the platform. You can use props in a different way. You can use the stage in a different way. Mm-hmm. I love it because it's just so too. different. It, it, it is very, very different. And you can use the camera in a different way That's too right. by even putting your thumb over it and, That's it and it being blank and, I mean, dark. And then, yeah, there's just so many, so many things you can do. And I, I find it, I find it very exciting. I, I know 
some Toastmasters would prefer the live version, but learning this new skill is, is very, very exciting um, to, to me as well. And I think once you know those basics and get those basics down, then you'll thrive. But I, I think some of our members haven't done the basics, you know, to actually probably enjoy it more than than what we, <laughs> we enjoy. Well, yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. when you think about it, mm-hmm. Teleconferences have taken over our life yeah, in so many have. ways. Yes. People use it socially to interact with their family. Uh, you uh, have meetings with work. You have conferences online. People go for job interviews yes. on teleconference yes. programs. Yeah. So learning those skills in Toastmasters yeah. in that safe environment where you can practice and get feedback is invaluable for when Definitely. you go into these real-world situations where it might mean the difference between getting a job or not getting a job. Yes, that's that's abs- absolutely right. I think there are so many benefits to Toastmasters. One of the benefits that I've I've found for me is I joined initially for work because I was becoming um, a celebrant, uh, and I thought oh, I'll I'll pick this up because I'll learn how to speak better. But what I've found is I've actually learned how to listen better, and that is from the evaluation. So when I have to evaluate someone who's speaking. I really have to pay attention. <laughs> you mean you weren't listening to me before? <laughs> but I have to pay t- attention even more if I know that I, I have to give um, an evaluation afterwards. But um, yeah, so so you do find different skills. And, and if you think about it, we, we talk every day. We communicate every day. So what better to join a club that promotes communication, better communication? So um, yeah, so... So you're going to be a member for life, is that right? Oh, it looks like it. I just yeah. enjoy the social side of it. But it, it's interesting, you said you joined for career mm-hmm. purposes. Yes. I joined purely for social reasons. Yep. I'd moved house, moved to a new area, didn't know anyone. And I don't know why I thought of Toastmasters, yeah. but it was someone must have told me about it at some point. Yeah. Yeah. And I remembered and yes. um, yeah. when I was looking for some way to engage in my local community, I thought, oh, why don't I join Toastmasters? Yeah. And I did. And when I went there, it was it was good and it was social. <laughs> but then I started to realize that, hey, these skills that I'm learning could actually be valuable for me in everyday life. Yeah. And I yeah. found that I the skills that I started to learn, I started to apply and it changed my career. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I love Toastmasters as well. I'm definitely a Toastmaster junkie. I love it. I love it so much. But, um, oh, it, it's been really fantastic having you, um, on the show today. I think we've, um, I think hopefully we've encouraged people out there to give their Toastmasters club, um, a try, their local club a try. And it's, you can easily find, where can you actually easily find Toastmasters club for those people who are listening out there? Um, you can just type into Google. Yes. Toastmasters. and type in your local area and then it will come up. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're in District 90, Mm -hmm. which is in the um, half of New South Wales in Australia. So you could be specific, but really the easiest way is just to Google 
Yeah. And I know that um, there are in District 90, there actually are about 3,000 members in 150 clubs. Wow. Yeah. So I know. So that's, that's pretty, that's probably why they divided it a few years Mm. ago. So, um, so there are many clubs in this area, but I know there's, there's clubs worldwide. And uh, I know that when I travel overseas, I don't know if you've done this as well. I, I will look up a Toastmasters club and, and join in. So when I was in London, I went to a meeting in London. It was, it was really exciting to see how they ran it. And and then when I went to Texas, I went to a meeting there. Have, have you done that? I went to a Toastmasters meeting in San Francisco. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. So excellent. That, was, uh, that was really interesting. And then the people yeah. went out for a meal afterwards. So we yeah. went with them and it was just nice to meet local people yeah. when we were on a holiday. Yeah. So it's it's like it's like a family uh, as well. Yeah. So so Toastmasters yeah. is – to- yeah. Speaking of Zoom before, yeah. oh, we yes. – um, yep. Being able to attend international meetings is so much easier. That's the only right. problem is the time zone, but if you leave that aside, you can travel at the click of a switch. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I, I uh, there's another club that I'm involved in, and we we have people who actually we had a meeting two day two nights ago. We had a guy joining us from Korea and someone who was joining us from England. So uh, so it's interesting. You can join in on these other clubs and um, and then just learn from people internationally, not just in your local yes, area. That's right. I, I love. There's just so many benefits to Toastmasters. I, I don't see why you wouldn't want to join or be a part of it. But on that note, um, before we come to the end, I will say you only join when you're ready because it's happened many times. You've probably noticed this as well, Jenny. Someone will come and they'll be terrified, but they might come two years later and join and then be a member. So it's uh, you have to, your timing has to be absolutely right and you have to be ready, ready to join and ready to learn and ready to have a good time. So And um, relax and don't get too stressed about it. A lot of people do yeah, get really stressed about yeah. it. But it is a supportive environment where people will give you advice, but they're not overly critical. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. So um, thank you so much for being with me here today and talking about Toastmasters. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you as well. And um, we'll be, uh, you'll be seeing me um, in another episode. Thank you so much for your company. Please tune in next week to Life's Rich Tapestry, where you will hear another courageous conversation spoken from the heart.